Life can be a bitch, but so can I and I'm still funny. So let's laugh about it. Oh my God. <laughs> Hello world. And may I say happy new year. I, it's, it's 2020. It's wild to think about. It's actually kind of crazy to think about. I, I don't know why. Um, 2020 just seems daunting though, but for whatever reason, I feel as though 2020 is going to be my year. I can feel it. I can vibe with it. I'm trying to manifest it. 2019 was a bit rough. Let's be real. I know some people obviously had good years because not everyone can have a shit year, but you know, for me, it was kind of a shit year uh, for, for some things, but other things were great. I met Noe, Noe um, Gonzalez Jr., who's who's in Colorado right now, sadly, but his birthday's coming up and um, I'll be seeing him soon, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's talk about, let's talk about the new year. Let's talk about 2020, new year, new me, manifestation, um, what we want to look forward to. And by we, I mean me, because... I don't have anyone on this episode with me. But that being said, oh, I'm also, fun fact, after listening to the last episode about the animals at the Mystic Aquarium going crazy, I am going to actively try not to say that being said 8,000 times in an episode because it it was almost unbearable to listen to. And I contemplated taking the episode down because I said that so much. And I don't know if it was a nervous tick or if it was me trying to fill space with sound because I didn't want to be quiet in that specific time frame. But for whatever reason, that was the, the tick I went with for that episode. And I'm going to move forward with not doing that as, you know, just... Just whatever. You get what I'm saying. I apologize if that annoyed other people as much as it annoyed me because I, I hardly could make it through the episode. Anyway, we entered a new year the other day. The other day? What day was that? Tuesday into Wednesday. There we go. This is a day late. It is what it is. Get over it. I'm starting off the new year strong, clearly. But there there was a lot that went on over the past couple of weeks the holidays they have since come and gone I'm not sure if anything else is still going on I don't know when Hanukkah ended this year or Kwanzaa Hmm. regardless if you have a holiday coming up I know the Italian Christmas is coming up on January 6th which is at the start of next week so um, let's see what happened. What what went on? So this year we did a first. One of my uncles bought a house just outside of Boston, and we went there, and it was it was a good time. It was a little wild with all the dogs, but it was it was fun to to be out. And honestly, it was great for the first time in a while to be home because when I worked in Wyoming, I wasn't really able to do that. I didn't have the luxury of going home for the holidays because one, I didn't get ample time off, you know, the news realm. It's, it can be kind of unforgiving to people, which I think is definitely something that a lot of other industries take for granted is that you just assume you get the time off and shout out to all the reporters out there who know for a fact that they don't get that time off. And if you do, you're lucky to, so it was nice to be home, and I say be home like I'm not home now. I'm, I'm home now. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that as well. But we 
we went over, we had a dinner, we met up with my other uncle's fiance. He's getting married in June. That's going to be super fun and super exciting. I hope I get a plus one. I'll have to talk to my Uncle Josh and I'll be like, yo, can you throw me a plus one for your godson? And it, yeah, that'll, that'll be a great time. So obviously normal family drama, whatever with Christmas, but then the day after Christmas, Gabby and Alexa, my ride or dies, honestly, my friends from high school decided that they were going to be such great people that they were going to sit in the DMV with me the day after Christmas (laughs) to help me or just, I don't know, morally support me with uh, transferring my registration and my license from Wyoming back to Connecticut. So in Wyoming, they their registration only lasts a year, which to me is kind of stupid, but it's, it is what it is. So my registration was running up because I bought my car last year and I didn't want to re-register in Wyoming, not for any particular reason other than the fact that it is ungodly expensive to register your car in Wyoming. I don't know why it costs as much as it does. It's it's solely based off of your the cost of your car, the MSRP of it, a county tax, something else. And it seems kind of ridiculous, especially when you consider the East Coast to be the most expensive coast other than California, obviously. But it can be kind of pricey to be out here. Registering my car and getting a new license in the state of Connecticut was still cheaper than just registering my car for one year in Wyoming. Mind you, I get two years of registration here. So that was the reason I did it. I, you know, I, I know I don't plan on staying in Connecticut for much longer, but I needed to obviously re-register my car so I didn't have expired tags on it. Poor Roberta, my lesbian Subaru ready to hit the road and have expired tags would just not be ideal for the new year. You know, we're not going to 2020 with anything expired. And my friends, Alexa and Gabby, said yes I said I asked them because someone I I forget who wanted to hang out we all did but someone brought it up I think it was Alexa and I had said you know I have to go to the DMV so if anyone wants to come with me they can and Alexa needed a new headlight on her car so she said that she would do it and that we just had to go get a, a headlight for her car Gabby came Gabby said that she had to leave for a lunch with friends, but that she would she would come and play at the DMV. So we went to the DMV. They had the genius idea of getting there right when it opened. I thought, you know, naive of me, uh, coming from Wyoming. Oh, it's fine. It's the day after Christmas. Everyone will not want to go to the DMV, this, that, the other. And I thought that we could, you know, take some time, get there when there was a little bit of a lull, just, you know, partially after they opened, because they opened late on that day, because it was a Thursday anyway. And so we got there. It wasn't packed, but for some reason, it still took 800 years to do anything. So we got there. I sat down. Alexa went up to use the restroom, and there, this could not have been better comedically timed. But uh, uh, Gabby asked me what my number was, and I said B204. And not 10 seconds after I say that, I, it's less than that, not even a millisecond after I finish saying 204, B204, the automated number caller gets on and says, now serving A9. And we just burst out laughing because we thought that it went 
alphabetically and then numerically. So I thought I was going to be there all day. I thought we we're going to have to go through A through a number past 204 to then get to B 204. But they were calling them in random orders, what have you. It still took two and a half hours total to for me to get called, for me to go up and do the registration and license stuff, then do my eyesight test, and then for them to give me my piece of paper license because they don't print them out in Connecticut anymore because they have a new license, whatever. It Because it took so long, we were obnoxious. I am willing to go on the record and say that we were probably the most obnoxious people in the DMV that day. We were laughing. We were yelling. We were watching mukbang videos. We, we did not give a shit about anyone around us. We were laughing. I was dressed like a full, full Ellen DeGeneres lesbian. And I, I did it all for a good picture. What can I say? I hit my fullest form. I had the trailer hitch on my Subaru and Mama was ready. And eventually... I finally got called and it was <laughs> it's like I was taking my license test for the first time too everyone was so happy for me and by everyone I mean Gabby and Alexa and I think everyone in there too because finally we were broken up as a trio and the woman who helped me was super nice but she was being trained and the woman who was training her at first seemed a little standoffish as they can be at the DMV but you know I'm I'm trying to not be as um what's the word I'm looking for uh, I don't really know. Vicious. Vicious is a good word. I'm trying to be not as vicious anymore. I, I, I've been known to be a little harsh on the words, if you know what I mean. You know, it just will go right for the jugular if you even look at me sideways for no reason. So I'm trying to be a nicer person. So I'm, I'm more patient these days. Even my friends have pointed it out. So this isn't just like a self... Uh, bleh, I don't even... Whatever. I'm not self-identifying with this. Friends have also said that. Now... I, you know, the woman was a little standoffish, the one who was helping the girl who was training. And then eventually we started joking around because the girl who was being trained, they, they started playing living on a prayer and I was singing and dancing to it because, you know, I was waiting for this girl to type in all my information into the computer. And she goes, I've never heard this song before. And the woman training her said, excuse me. I was like, how have you never heard of living on a prayer? That's beside the point. The issue that I had was that while the woman was being trained, it was taking a really long time because she didn't know what documents she needed, what she needed to look at. And you know, if you've ever been to the DMV, I brought a freaking safe with me because I felt, you know, you don't want to show up and have just one thing missing because they just won't accept you. You would have waited there for the full 13 gajillion, 12 billion hours to get this done, and then you won't be able to because, God forbid, they don't have your mother's high school and elementary school school photos. You know what I mean? It's that kind of like basic stupid stuff. They need 18 forms of identification. Oh, you you don't have the placenta still after being born? Well, sorry, you can't get your license. That kind of stuff. So she couldn't find anything and the woman wasn't telling her what document she needed or what she needed to do. I get it. I get that she was trying to show her that, you know, I'm not always going to be here to help you. But when it came to my situation, I just really wanted – I had been there for so long at this point. I just really wanted to get a move on with it. Eventually, we got the ball rolling. She forgot to give me my license plates at first, which would have been great to leave with. But she didn't. She didn't. So then I, then I go back after I paid a, not a vile amount of money, but some some hefty fines. Fines. No, I didn't have tickets or anything. It Whatever. I had to pay money to get things. 
we thought that it was over. Fun fact, it wasn't. I then had to go take this eye test thing. So we had to move to a different part of the DMV and sit down. And so Gabby and Alexa at this point had already gone to the vending machine, had already gotten themselves snacks. Gabby was munching on some Pop-Tarts and Alexa was munching on some sour cream and cheddar Ruffles chips. So we're sitting there. I then get called right away to take my eye test. And the guy makes me initial something and then puts me on some machine. I guess they don't do the little pull down thing anymore that starts with an E for an eye test. And I had my glasses and he was like, no, without glasses. Very aggressive for no reason. And so he then does flashing lights and then says, read the first line. And I was like, without my glasses, like I can't read anything. My eyesight's not horrible, but it's not the greatest. And so he does that. I do my eye test with my glasses on. I sit down I then wait, um, I'd say 20 minutes or so. And this is just an observation. It's not supposed to be some sort of like racially driven thing. But they then call Antonio. And I look around and every, no no one else looks Italian around me, if I can say the least. You know what I mean? No one else is going to be named Antonio in this room. And I look around and I get so nervous because that's one of my middle names. And I am mortified that they accidentally put one of my middle names as my first name on the license. And so I'm panicked and I look at Gabby and Alexa and I say, did they just call Antonio? Like, is that me? Do they mean me for like my middle name? And both of them were like, oh God, if someone called my middle name, I wouldn't have even reacted because I immediately shot my head up because it's not a common name. So I go up and I ask the woman and I'm just like, please, please tell me you mean Giovanni. And she like looks at the license, looks a little confused. And I explained that Antonio is my middle name. And I just wanted to make sure I didn't wait all this time to have them mess up something at the very final step. Turns out she just wanted to make sure that she wrote down my two middle names for it. But she did put my first name in the correct spot, whatever. I was very disappointed. They took my Wyoming license. It's gone. It's in the ether now. I don't know where it is, but someone has Giovanni Pinto's Wyoming license with a cowboy bucking, uh, or no, no, the the bronc bucking the cowboy. And I asked her too. I said, can I have my license back? I really wanted it. You can, you know, say it's void, punch holes through it, do what you got to do. I just want the license. And she said, no, Homeland Security needed it. And I said, just mine or all of them? And she was like, no, all of the licenses today need to be confiscated. Mind you, then I get my piece of paper printed license while they mail me my license that says this piece of paper is not a valid form of identification, but your old license is, your expiring license is. So I was like, well, why the hell can't I keep it? I don't have a valid form of identification now. I have to walk around with my passport in my pocket, which seems a little bit like identity thief central. Anyway, I I got this thing. God bless Alexa and Gabby for being troopers for sitting there for two and a half hours, which I'm not going to lie. I didn't think was a lot of time for the DMV. Apparently it was, according to Gabby's father. He was like, no, it should have taken 20 minutes. I think that's a bit excessive. I would have said total, what would have been ideal, is an hour. Waiting, getting everything, doing the tests an hour, I think seems fair for a government office. Maybe I'm crazy for saying that, but they were troopers. Gabby then went to her lunch. We then went and got Alexa a new light bulb for her headlight. 
fast forward um, to New Year's. I am still fun employed and I obviously don't have a source of income. So I, I, you know, I didn't want to go to Boston and no human being in the right mind wants to be in New York city on New Year's Eve because I'm not strapping a diaper on myself to go to the bathroom in all day because there are that many people in the city. And yes, if you don't believe me, that is what people do. I've had plenty of friends who have gone to New York City to Times Square for New Year's Eve, and there are no bathrooms or not a sufficient amount for the number of people that are there. And people sh- literally strap on diapers to go to the bathroom in so that way they can not lose their places and have all that crap the whole day. Ridiculous to me. And so we just did like a fun little thing at my friend Olivia's house in upstate New York or her brother and her brother's fiance's um, apartment, which was a lot of fun. It was casual. And we rung in the new year together. And I know you all are probably thinking you spent all this time with your friends and you didn't do a podcast with them. I can't tell you. I have been lugging this heavy ass microphone around with me to Every event I go to, I I will grab it and I will just straight up, you know, it'll be in my bag. It takes up an outfit. That's all I'm going to say. I overpack and I like to bring outfits. The, The microphone takes up a whole space that an outfit could be in. And I have not once shot a podcast with anyone. I think it's just because I haven't been home for an extended period of time in two and a half years. And so I'm really trying to enjoy everyone because while, you know, the, the big one, like Gabby had to go back to Texas. So it's sad that I'm not going to be able to record it with her. And then Olivia lives in upstate New York, which is like three and a half hours away or three hours away driving. M- most people are within distance. So I- I'm trying to get back with the program of I'm not saying goodbye and flying back to Wyoming. I am able to, you know, see them again. So I'm getting better with that, but I'm trying to enjoy my time with people. And that's also too why I've been a little disconnected from social media. I'm just really trying to take this time to be a little bit of a hermit and really you know, figure out one what I want to do, which is what we'll talk about after the 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 break, and uh, re- really discuss you know what's been going on, what's been going through my head, what it's like being unemployed in 2019 slash 2020, and you know just what it's like because I think that a lot of people want to. You know, everyone would like to be unemployed. I keep, My sister keeps saying over and over again, oh, the fact that I have to go back to work, and this was yesterday that she was saying it, the fact that I have to go back to work tomorrow makes me so mad or I, I don't want to go back to work and that kind of stuff. I can't, I am hankering to go back to work. I am losing my mind. While it's nice and everything to not have to work and be able to sleep in and relax and just do what I want to do with the day, it's stressful having bills and not having a way to take care of them. So maybe if like mommy and daddy were doing things for people who are unemployed and like paying and and you had a source of income I get that it would be nice but but even so I feel my brain is a little bit mush right now because of it but we're going to take a quick break we're going to hear a word from our sponsor anchor per usual it's the same ad there's some other psa ones too that i got to start recording for so that way i can do some charitable stuff for the new year also but listen uh for a quick ad from anchor and then we will be right back to discuss uh what it's like being unemployed welcome back hopefully the ad isn't annoying too annoying but 
you know, it is what it is. Someone's got to make a dollar around here. Um, So let's talk about what it's like being unemployed. Let's get the nitty gritty. Let's raw dog it. Let's just straight up talk about the reality, the facts. Also, too, I came up with what I think is an amazing, amazing little, you know, thing to go back at someone with, a comeback, if you will. And it is because I was was not arguing, but like no way and I were play fighting or whatever. And he said something. Okay. Because we're talking about Chick-fil-A being all anti-LGBT. And I know some people are going to argue that, oh, they don't donate to those places anymore. It doesn't matter. They still did not get on and denounce homophobia. They didn't get on and say, we're sorry for taking this stand. So a little, you know, true tea for a hot minute. They are still anti-LGBT. They are just trying to make a buck off of you. So if you have morals, you won't eat there. You won't eat their hate chicken. So we were, I, I was saying that to No Way ultimately. And he got quiet about it. And I was like, what's the matter, No Way? Facts got your tongue. Facts got your tongue. So I think that's a good one. I'm going to start yelling that in people's face. Uh, 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 no, just kidding. I'm not being as vicious in 2020. Uh, if you get facts got your tongue yelled in your face by me, though, just it's not a vicious attack. It's more so just me trying to use a new slogan. So anyway, what it's like being unemployed. It's wild. I'm not going to lie. I think I definitely deserved, earned, and needed this time off without having to think about work and what to do and, you know, all of that basic stuff that comes with with any job, but really for news, it was a lot. Every day I would go home. At the start of my career, I I, I did this more so where I would go home and I would try to plan out my next day because it can be stressful not knowing what you're going to do on a day-to-day. Eventually, though, I got more comfortable and, you know, I was in a community for two and a half years, so I knew I could find a story every day. It wasn't an issue, but it can be a lot for someone to to take in. So even, even after the two and a half years, though, I would still, you know, maybe panic a little and you know try and figure out what I was going to do less so panic I guess that wasn't the greatest word but more so along the lines of not knowing what I was going to do but being okay with it so it was nice to be able to take that break and not have to stress about completing a specific task every day but it for sure while that has been relaxing it was almost stimulating to my mind to have to do that. I'm, I hope everyone just could hear Cleo, you know, scratching herself in the background now. Uh, but, you know, it was very stimulating to my mind to be, okay, are we going to calm down for a minute, sweetie? Oh, she's stretching now. Oh, too big stretch. Do not go in Michalina's room. No. My sister doesn't like the dog in the room. Go lay down, please, because she eats Juno's food um, because my dog's a porker. But anyway, way sidetracked. Sorry about that. We can get, um, it, it can be very stimulating to do all of that stuff. So not having that stimulus every day has been, you know, a little bit one of a pro in the sense that I've been able to relax. My mind has been able to debrief from things. But also, too, I'm longing for that, you know, kind of work ethic and and work as a whole. I guess ethic wasn't the greatest word for that. But, yeah, so I've been looking at some stuff. Um, A lot of, too, fun facts. I mean, it's not really a fun fact, but a lot of the allegations that I've submitted have been put on hold or put on the back burner for things uh, because of the holidays. So I'm hoping now that it's after January 1st, it's 2020. I even think that, you know, this Thursday the 2nd and Friday the 3rd, 
probably people didn't go back to work either. So I wouldn't be surprised if I things weren't put back on the forefront until January, whatever. Is it, would be the 6th or 3rd, 4th, 5th? Yeah, the 6th, the, the Italian Christmas, if you will. So I am hoping that that all <laughs> works out because I do have a few job things that I think would be good matches for me. I've made it through to second round doing things other than just submitting the initial applications. So I'm 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 hopeful for those and if you're wondering, yes, I did get to a point in in my application process because I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to be upfront. I I'm I'm sick and tired of I used to very much so be the person that I knew I wasn't perfect, but I work my ass off and I don't like it when things don't go my way or if I seem to be lesser than lesser than perfect. Let's just be upfront about it. I, I hate anything that's not perfect. And at least that was my old stance on things. I'm realizing now in life, if you if you go through life like that, one, you're you're just not going to the perfection is impossible. And it's not a great way to to look at anything. No matter what phase of your life you're in, all you can do at the end of the day is bust your ass. And I am here to say that in this realm of social media and people flaunting things, it's not as simple as people make it look. I have applied to easily, easily 50 jobs. Easily 50 jobs. I think that I have heard back from... I know two specifically, I have at least heard like, yes, like let's move forward with an application. Two out of 50, that's that's not a great statistic. And it's not as if I am some boho chicken bum that hasn't had any work experience. You know, I moved cross country for my first job. I've done things that people normally don't do in the journalism world until their third or fourth job. So I have the experience. However, it's just, a, it's a very different time to be applying for things and also to plain and simple I'm making a career change I this is what I wanted to touch upon I was I did get to a point where I panicked a little bit because I wasn't receiving you know a, a solid amount of job uh, inquiries and I got nervous because I didn't know if me trying to cross over into the press world and the advocacy world and you know PR if all that stuff I didn't know if that crossover was making me less appealing or, or what the deal was. So I did apply to a few news station jobs. I had a news station reach out to me and offer me a job in Minnesota. And no tea, no shade to Minnesota, but I'm, I, I just can't move to another like tiny town somewhere. It, I, I need to be somewhere in a city that's just that's going to be my requirement i'm setting my standards and and i've got to stick with them i'll obviously be able to wane off on things a little bit if you can one pay me more or offer me something you know like if i'm in a beach town or something and in a city is close by that is sufficient too that's beside the point but i i did apply to some news station jobs and while i was doing so i got back in that mindset that i think a lot of if not every reporter has and that is am i good enough am i this am i that while i'm while i was recreating my reel and 
for those of you who don't know, we news reporters don't just submit an application and a resume and a possible cover letter. We also have to do a demo reel, which shows our work, which I personally think is super important because someone can be perfect on paper, but then you get them on camera and they look like booty hole to say the least. So that's normally where I think my strong suit is, is because I think on paper I can look like your average Joe Schmo white guy that isn't great. And then you get someone on camera and you can see I've got personality. I can do serious stuff. I can do fun stuff, that kind of stuff. But I got back in that mindset and I realized, wow, this is not what I want to do. Like you are just doing this now because you're worried about a paycheck. This is everything that you said you weren't going to do to yourself again. So it was that kind of realization, not only within myself, but also too, I do explain to my family because a lot of people and my family's not the only one, I'm just using them as an example, have said, oh, you can't leave news. You're so good at what you do. You've done this, you've done that. And this isn't supposed to be a boasting hour for for Geo. But, it, it, you know, I know that I'm good at news. I, it's not something that I'm naive to. I understand that it's something that I'm good at. However, it's not something that I want to do, at least right now. It's not something that fulfilled me. It's not something that I felt I could help people with every day. I have helped plenty of people in news with certain stories, but the hard truth is that I covered more homicides and murders and fatalities and things like that that weren't really helping anyone more often than I was doing stories helping you know, LGBT youth in Wyoming or helping people who have things stolen from a storage unit, that kind of stuff. So I'm glad that I was able to get real with myself and then also get real with my family and say, listen, I know you think that this is what I want to do because, or you think that I, I am only stopping because I my only other experience is in Wyoming. It's not the case. I, I think I would have had, you know, maybe less of the severity of the experience I had in Wyoming. In, in another place, maybe that was more accepting or closer to home or I felt more at home with. However, it, it I still would have not been fulfilled by the work. And to be completely honest, I think if anything, I would have probably tried another news job and then realized it later on. So I'm thankful for Wyoming in that sense as well is that I, I'm able to, I was glad that I got to do it for two and a half years and realize that rather than going into another contract for another two years and getting getting, you know, or realizing it later on. And then I've got another two years in the news world under my belt. And then I kind of have to start at ground zero in a different career field. So I, it's, it's been a lot. It's a lot to unpack. And I know that this episode really isn't a like, ha ha episode of laughing and, and fun, but it's a real episode. It's the first episode of 2020. And we got to get real with each other right now. This is, it's a different time. It's a completely different world out there. And we need to make sure that in this day and age, we are doing things that not only are going to keep us happy, but where we can feel we are purposeful in a job. And that may not be for everyone, and I am speaking solely to myself, but I know that my words can resonate with other people. So I'm hoping that people at least realize it and realize that they can talk to someone else about it. I mean, if you know me, you can reach out. Don't do that to an extent. You know, I don't need a million text messages on my phone. I'm just kidding with you all. Um, But yeah, being unemployed isn't all that it's cracked up to be. 
It's nice. I've got ample time off. And I think that being unemployed during the holiday season was nicer than other times because a lot of other people had the time off as well. But now that people are going back to work, you know, it's it, it, I'm back at I'm home right now alone with the two dogs. I mean, I'm filming this, filming, Jesus, I'm recording this. So, I, I, you know, I am doing something with my time. I'm going to go to the gym after this. I don't need to tell you my schedule for the day. But just to put it into perspective, it's, unless you also too have a source of income, it's stressful as hell because I have since applied to just some waitressing, waitressing, I'm a woman now, wait, waitering, waiting, serving, we'll just go with that one serving jobs, a couple of retail stores, just so I can make at least a paycheck to pay my car payment and student loans and the basic necessities that I still need to cover in my life. But yeah, it's it's wild. I know good things are coming and it's just honestly about staying positive at this point in time. It's it's a new year. The the slate is clean, especially for me at this point. I mean, I'm back at ground zero with a lot of stuff. I've got Connecticut plates on Roberta. I've got a new Connecticut license. Honey, we are living a different life today. Now, um, a little update and not to take a full 90 degree shift on this. Is that a good one? 90 degree yeah I guess it's a sharp turn is um my relationship with no way so it's been rough the distance I'm not gonna lie and I don't want to get too too much into it because I don't know how much no I would like appreciate this but the distance has been a little rough so again I'm really hoping that you know a job perspective comes into my mindset or my mindset. I don't I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Hopefully something with a job comes to fruition in the in the near future. So that way we can plan a possible move of him to wherever I am and yeah, get get our life going back on track, but I know that I am going to see him next week so next thursday he will actually be flying in we're going to be we're going to go to p-town provincetown massachusetts in the cape and have a gay old time for his 27th birthday that's right everyone i am dating a geriatric Uh, i'm trying to think now if i should bring the the microphone to record a, a podcast with him for his birthday I don't know. Probably. I think I'll do that. I think I'll bring it because then Olivia and Maggie will be joining us. I'm pretty certain too. So we could also record something with them. Knowing me though, probably won't record anything. Now I'm just talking out loud without (laughs) talking about any specific content. But yeah, I'm really excited. No, I hasn't been to the Cape yet. And although it's off season and it's going to be January in Cape Cod. So you know what that means. Wind and bitter cold. It will be pretty. It'll be nice, and he'll get to experience something new. So I think before I go, uh, we I should talk about New Year's resolutions. Now, I'm not normally someone who does resolutions, not for any particular reason other than the fact that I think setting something— this is my opinion, so don't nobody, no, no Pinterest hoes getting upset that I'm about to throw this down there. I personally think that only setting one goal for yourself at the start of the year is kind of ridiculous and you are just not setting yourself up for success because you should actively be trying to make things better throughout the year. So, and and maybe you do that. 
I'm just saying for me as a personal human being, making one goal at the start of the year is just not something that's successful for me. So I haven't really set a New Year's resolution. I have set goals for the year in its entirety. And maybe that's what a New Year's resolution is and I just don't fucking know. And that's okay too. You can call me an idiot. Just do it right now. I'll pause. Yeah, you're right. I am an idiot. Okay. Hopefully you got that out of the way. But I I think the goals for my new year were to get a job, move to a city, and start, you know, my next phase in my life because it's really what I am wanting to do and looking forward to, especially to, I've had the downtime. I've got, why are you whining? Why? No, thank you. We are safe. But go lay down. Your father is... I'm trying to make money to buy your dog food. Okay? So I'm going to need you to go lay down in the bed and let me... I'm almost done, sweetie. Okay? Go lay down. I love you. Um, Yeah, I've had my downtime. I don't know what all that... I've had my downtime. I've gotten to relax for a hot minute. And now I want to get going again. I want to... My ass been on pause but i finna press play if you can name that quote and message me i will not give you anything because i don't have anything to give but i will say congratulations you know a reference from the early 2000s reality tv but yeah i i i'm excited prospects for me right now are looking like washington dc new york city or Boston. I'm going to laugh if I get a job in none of those places. But it's all a part of the the process, dude. You got to step forward with it, take risks. And that's what I'm doing. I know that some people listening may be cringing right now because I'm literally balancing in the ether and I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't have a job. I don't have any solid prospects right now, but I'm telling you, I'm doing it. I'm okay with it. I'm ready to trust the process. I know I'm going to work my butt off once I get somewhere and I am ready for it. I am. This is kind of my mindset for 2020, for the new year. This may be different for people who know me, but mama is ready. I am ready to go. I am in a kinder mindset. I won't be as aggressive going into 2020, but I, I'm ready for something new. So hopefully the, if not the next time, because the next time is literally next week. If not the next time I talk to you all, I have a new prospect of a job, hopefully after that. And if not, then after that, I'm really hoping it doesn't continue that long because I am kind of like twiddling my thumbs at this point. But I am working on getting a job. I am working on working. And yeah, so hopefully you enjoy just some stray honesty, well, I guess some gay honesty from your boy because we need it. We need it in this day and age especially. I feel like a lot of people like to get online. They like to lie. They like to tweet. They like to Instagram. They like to visco girl. They like to TikTok nowadays. But hopefully you enjoy this honesty and it can help you you know, guide you if you're at a time of being lost too. Who the hell knows? Maybe everyone else is on track and I'm just off on some other beaten path somewhere by myself. Anyway, hopefully if you're going through something right now, you can power through it and then laugh about it later. How do I stop this?